Hello and welcome to Brahm Show. This is Brahm and we are in the middle of a series, Why Christians Must Be Right, written and in this case read by Brahm French. Chapter 10, Animal Rights, Environmentalism. It amazes me that many who are pro-choice when it comes to killing children who are are not pro-choice when it comes to humans having dominion over God's creation. This is in despite the fact that God declared in the book of Genesis that he made man in his own image and blessed them and instructed them to be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and to subdue it. He also told them to have dominion over everything that is living and moving on the earth. God gave man every herb, bearing seed, every tree, every beast of the earth, every fowl of the air, and everything that creeps on the earth. God gave man dominion over the animals, not animals dominion over man. This is one of the primary reasons that the left fights so hard to keep creationism and intelligent design out of our public schools while they promote Darwinism and evolution. If there's really no difference between a human being and a monkey, or if people truly evolve from tadpoles, it logically follows that killing any animal for any reason is equivalent to murder. While liberal animal rights activists tell us the lives of all types of animal species are too critical to risk, their true agenda is apparent in their inflexible application of the same approach to their concerns. If the animal rights group truly wanted to save animals, they would be looking at alternative solutions to the ones that they currently employ. The way to save species of animals is to find ways for people to profit from their preservation. Have you wondered why we do not have a shortage of cows, pigs, or chickens? The reason's simple. Man has learned how to make a profit from these animals. Steaks, milk, pork, and poultry have been the driving force and the catalyst to the longevity of these animals. In Texas, there are ranches that profit from exotic animals. Animals that are either endangered or extinct in Africa are thriving in Texas. What's the secret? The secret is profit. Up to 10% of the animals are hunted every year. Hunters on these ranches pay dearly for the privilege. Today, there are more than a quarter million exotic animals in Texas, along with more than 125 different endangered species. However, there are those who proclaim that killing any animal is wrong. Even if the establishment of wild animal preserves, which allows hunting, leads to a net gain in the population of endangered animal species on the earth. There are those who say that African animals, they belong in Africa, knowing that these animals are extinct in their natural habitat. These so-called animal rights activists would rather see a species become extinct than to have them hunted but thriving in Texas. By the actions of many on the left who claim to have an interest at heart, we're able to deduce that saving the animal is not their main objective. The real objective is control. You heard that right. Regardless of their claims, the animal rights and environmental movements are not about what they purport. They are about control. As part of the agenda of those supposedly focused on the environment, something such, something such as the discovery of a tadpole in a spring, 
translates into people not being able or allowed to drink the spring's water. Once again, these groups put the needs of animals over the needs and rights of people in order to exert control over the people. Similarly, the discovery of a rat in a field means that the farmer who owns a field cannot work the field for fear of disrupting the habitat of the rat. Through actions such as these, those engineering the animal rights movement gain control over entire communities and groups of businesses such as the farmer in the example above. So then, the rights of the people and the farmer are usurped. Yet, no one stands up for the farmer who's lost the use of his field, or the people who must find another source of water even though they, are, they live directly over a perfectly good source now. Who is safe from the reach of these people? This political movement, for, for that is what this ideology has become, is able to control where business is open, where people live, and what people can do on their own property. This is in direct contrast to what the Founding Fathers had in mind when they set up this great nation. Many of the people who wield this great power and make these critical decisions hold no elected offices and, on, and are not representative or give accountability to the public. Animal rights activists are joined in their quest for power by another group, environmentalists. Environmentalists have the same objective, but espouse another ideology to reach that goal. Instead of using animals to gain power, they use nature or the environment. Many animal rights activists are also environmentalists. Environmentalists are the ones who warned us about global warming until it was shown that the world was not getting warmer. Now they proclaim the dangers of global climate change instead. Environmentalists blame the world's increasing temperature on almost every activity in which human beings engaged from driving to breathing. As you're reading this book, you might find it surprising that I am a believer in the theory of global warming. I believe global warming is a reality. It is induced by pollution. Uh, it is induced by pollution. It is man-made. However, the kind of global warming I'm witnessing is not a result of smog or carbon dioxide or the number of humans living on the earth. The solution to the type of global warming that is of primary concern can be found in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 16, verse 8. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the, upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat, and blasphemed the name of God, which hath power over these plagues. And they repented not to give him glory. The dire threat of the global warming that could destroy our earth is a result of unrepentant sin. If you want to do your part to help the environment and prevent global warming, the answers are simple. Repent and give God the glory. That is most likely not the answer most environmentalists would like to hear. The reason they do not want to hear from the true solution to the problem is twofold. First, they do not want to subject themselves to any higher authority. And second, they do not want to release their environmental cause with which they are able to control the masses. As Christians, we believe that God spoke and said, Let there be lights in the ferment of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. 
In other words, God established day and night, created the seasons, and established Earth's movement around the sun within the span of a year. Since God created the seasons, he chose for the weather to change seasonally. Thus, we experience summer, winter, autumn, and spring. If changes in the weather are orchestrated by God, then those who tell us it is our fault that the climate is changing have replaced God with man. The real explanation for global climate change is God. But the left cannot acknowledge that because in doing so, they would have to acknowledge that God exists and exerts his authority over life on earth. If the left acknowledged that there is a God who is in control of the weather, that would mean man cannot significantly affect the earth's temperature. If the left admits that it is not man who causes the climate to change, they will lose the ability to control the populace through fear. Therefore, they must dismiss the Bible and God himself in order to promote their agenda and control the American people. Christian conservative Americans experience occasional victories which can fool us into thinking that we can relax our vigilance. However, just because one issue is won today does not mean we are safe tomorrow. We must remain diligent and steadfast. For instance, Hillary Clinton pushed for a health care mandate during her husband's presidency. Luckily, Hillary Care went down in flames. Freedom-loving Americans rejoiced across the nation. Little did we know it would be reintroduced years later, but this time it would pass.